And welcome into another great edition of Board Check, Impact Media's weekly hockey show highlighting the Nashville Predators, the Carolina Hurricanes, the NHL in general, and our Atlanta Gladiators. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in. Been a uh, fantastic week. Um, it ended up being a open weekend. For those of you who don't know, uh, I do a, a lot of media-related stuff um, between high school and college uh, football, some pro football as well for the other shows and all that. Um, once the other seasons start up, you got we do rugby, we do lacrosse. That's coming soon. Um, gosh, we just do everything. Uh, we do pro wrestling MMA. Those are all of our other shows, though. This one's about hockey. This one is about, for those who don't know, if you're new to the show, thank you and welcome. Uh, but my my two favorite sports are professional wrestling and hockey. Uh, 1A, 1B. Just, uh, I'm a weird kid. A weird kid. Now, as I said, this is our weekly hockey offering here called board check it is one of my favorite shows it spawned from a uh the first season was a video version and i promised you guys there will be some video versions this year we're uh, working on some some uh setups that we could do here at the studio to bring some of those back i think it's gonna be fun hopefully you guys enjoy them and uh i almost went to the gladiators game today that ended just a few minutes ago ended up uh not being able to make it, had some stuff I needed to take care of life-wise here. Nothing big, nothing personal, but uh, very rarely, as I was kind of handing out before, very rarely do I have an open weekend. Uh, the the main college football team that I cover, the Georgia State Panthers, played on Thursday night, so that means they didn't play yesterday. That was nice. And... Um, actually went to church last night, because that's, that's something I do, too. Very much enjoy that. So it, it left my weekend pretty open and was able to do a lot of projects around the house I have not been able to get to in a while because of media obligations. So it's very good to to get to do that, to help some family out with some things. Um, without saying too much about it, congratulations. Go out to uh, some relatives of mine. And um, they know who they are. They probably don't listen to the show, but congratulations on their recent accomplishment. Look forward to uh, celebrating with you guys very, very soon. But let's talk some hockey, right? Let's talk some hockey. We've actually got the Nashville-Chicago game on here in the studio. They are currently 0-0 after 1, I believe. Shows you about when we are recording. But let's talk about some things. Obviously, like I said, we're going to talk Gladiators, Predators, Hurricanes, including the upcoming games. So, I mean, you're going to get live updates on one of those. So, 
But let's, let's talk about the NHL first. The big headlines from the NHL. The biggest one, and I hated this because there is another podcast. Um, currently, my two favorite podcasts. One is team-related. One is, is uh, fan-related, but they by far are the two best hockey shows that I listen to that are not my own show. Uh, in fact, I would I would put my show third behind these. Uh, Kane's cast is fantastic and done by Mike Maniscalco and Shane Willis of the Carolina Hurricanes, by far the best team one uh, around. And also, uh, Blue Shirts Breakaway, where Ryan Mead and Greg Kaplan are by far the two most passionate Ranger fans I've ever met. The Rangers being the team that got me into hockey. So if you listen to those two, um, they they are spectacular. And I hate this for Ryan and Greg because they have spent the better part of a month trying to get Jack Eichel traded to the Rangers. And Buffalo said no dice. And I say no dice because they grabbed the dice from Vegas and threw, threw them that direction. It came up. Vegas Golden Knights. They threw the dice. It came up Vegas Golden Knights. Buffalo traded Jack Eichel and his bad neck. That he's getting repaired very soon. I think very much that's a good idea. To the Vegas Golden Knights for Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck. And if I heard correctly, a second or third round pick in this upcoming draft in uh, next spring. Or no, maybe it's a, a first and a third, and then it's a second next year as well. It's fine. <laughs> so let's let's just think about this. This is how Buffalo screwed this one up. They traded Jack. Now, maybe they know more about his neck than anybody, but Jack is going to probably need some sort of replacement uh, vertebrae surgery of some kind. They're going to put in the artificial one as opposed to the kind of patch job that they want him to do. Jack, you did the right thing, saying, no, I, it's my neck. I'm going to get it fixed how I want to. And so that helped him get traded. He would actually be eligible, if he gets the surgery within the next week, which is what he says, he would be eligible to come back. I think they said he would recover from it by March, so he would be ready for the playoffs uh, April, May-ish, which would help them. They would not have to trade or any uh, use cap room, because here's how the NHL works. The cap applies until you get to the playoffs, and then there's no cap. So they can do what, another shout-out to Blue Shirts Breakaway, Greg Kaplan would love this, they could put him on long-term IR until the playoffs start and activate him, and his salary wouldn't count against the cap. It's the same thing the Lightning did last year. Greg, I'm with you. I'm pretty sure they cheated. And, uh, and and got was a Kucherov back at the right time, and also got like twenty other players. Hey, a big system, good for them. But here's what the Vegas Golden Knights are giving up: Peyton Krebs, who is a uh, pretty good developing, you know, developing talent, but that's been banged up a few times. Alex Tuck, who is a good, solid player, and has done a lot of great things for Vegas. Uh, since joining them, but he's dinged up a good bit too. And draft picks that are, well, lack of a better term, roll of the dice. 
absolute roll of the dice. So, if Jack Eichel recovers from this surgery, Buffalo will get fleeced with this deal. If Jack Eichel even comes back two-thirds, they will still get fleeced by this deal. The only way Buffalo did not get fleeced in this deal is if Jack Eichel either does not ever play again or is only about 50% when he comes back. But if at any point he is more than 50%, Buffalo got fleeced. And um, I hate it for the organization, but not for their owners. I do not care for their owners at all. I think they should actually sell their team, sell the team to somebody who cares, and uh, go run their Buffalo Bills. Who's the other team they own, by the way? Pretty sure. I, I could have that wrong. In fact, you know what? We've got the power of the internet. Who owns the Buffalo Sabres? I could be completely wrong in this. It happens. Let's see. No, nope, yep, it is the Pagulas. The Pagulas who own the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Sabres. It is Terry and... Is it Kim? Either way, Terry Pagula. Don't care for him at all. Not sure if you guys could figure that out. But, uh, yeah, I don't don't really uh, care for him at all. Not my type of people. Don't really, uh, I think, in a way, they are, they own the Sabres just to try to turn a profit to now make the Buffalo Bills a great team. The same way that the Glazers used the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to help boost Manchester United for many years. And then flipped it when Manchester United started to go down a little bit. They started using their profits to try to go back into Tampa Bay. Which, hey, if you own two, two profitable machines, it is what it is. But that's not fair to your fan base who pump their money in every year hoping for a contender, not for you to fund some other league's contender. But I digress. To recap, Jack Eichel to the Golden Knights for Krebs, Tux, and some uh, magic beans. Alexander Ovechkin gets goal number, this was on Thursday, goal number 740. That makes him one shy of tying Brett Hull for fourth. Let's get let's get on our Vecchi watch. Vecchi watch. Vecchi. Where is it? It's around here somewhere. Try this again. Um, it is. Maybe that one. I don't know. We had it saved at some point, but Alexander Ovechkin, folks, is just creeping up the list and creeping up the list. 
There it is. We'll see which one pops up first. Screen number one or screen number two, but... Oh, here we go. We'll just do it this way. There we go. Yep, he still sits at 740. He is one behind Brett Hull at 741. He would need 25 more, 26, I guess, to pass Yamir Yager for third, which I think he will do this year. He would need 60, 61, to go ahead of Gordy Howe, which I think could be done next year. I mean, although if he goes to the playoffs, there's a chance. But he has to score 60 more goals this year. That would uh, be pretty difficult. But either way, so sometime next year, he becomes number two. And at 8.02, he would need 93 goals, which I think could be another two years at that point, even with playoffs, for him to pass Wayne Gretzky. 8.94. I think I, there is a possibility Alexander Ovechkin uh, very much gets, he could very much get to uh, 900, which is just an insane stat. Absolutely insane stat. But that's Ovechkin watch for people who are new to the show as well. There, we always start off with Vecchi watch. There's your Vecchi watch. He has one behind Brett Hull. It's a good chance. Uh, Good chance he, he does it within the next week, possibly the next game, knowing him. Usually when he gets to one of these milestones, he's not stuck for very long. He usually scores two to three goals and uh, just just absolutely gets done with it. Now, Patrick Kane got his first hat trick, I believe, of the year, along with the first win of the year on Monday for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um. Kane is one of the people I don't have the biggest problem with. There is a lot of there is a lot of parts of the Blackhawks organization that I do not like for reasons that you guys all know by now and we talked about a lot of them last week. With uh, Kyle Beach definitely being one of the bright spots, him coming forward and him uh, him saying all he said there, and I, I just I, I feel so bad that he had to go through what he did, but the fact that he reported it and now there has been some repercussions. Hopefully, there will be a lot more very soon. But uh, Patrick Kane helps him get the first win of the year on Monday. They don't have many more than that at the moment. I don't think I do got this. There we go. They nope. Chicago still one nine and two. Could happen to a greater group of guys. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? We got a lot of hat tricks this week. Um, on Thursday, Patrice Bergeron had a hat trick plus one. That means four goals versus Detroit. Congratulations to him on that. I know our friends at the Buttered Utter would be very happy with Patrice Bergeron uh, scoring four goals versus Detroit. So shout out to them. Make sure make sure you go by. Uh, they were closed this week for vacation, a well-needed vacation. They will be back this week. But go see our friends at the Buttered Utter. If you are in Carrollton, they are in downtown Carrollton on the square. Uh, just park at one of the decks and walk across. It's so much easier than trying to find parking in the middle of the square. Plus, your fellow drivers will appreciate it. And also, if you are in the greater Bremen area, Stop by. They are right down the hill from the Ingalls, right right across the roadway from where they are building the new. What is that they're building over there? Either way, they are. Uh, there is a uh, Mexican restaurant. There is Jurassic Subs, and then there is the Buttered Utter. Stop there for the best ice cream. On the planet, they had carrot cake the other day that would make you probably consider turning in your firstborn. Just kidding. It was so good. They even made ice cream out of it, both of which were just, it's unfair how good they are. I, I actually am a big fan of their uh, breakfast quiche. Eat that a lot of mornings on, on my commute in. And uh, the peanut butter pies and the brownies and... Uh, just amazing coffee. Everything they got there is is ridiculous, and the and the the flavors they come up with are just out of this world. Go see the buttered utter. Uh, tell Mike and the gang that uh, Jeremy from Borchek sent you. Uh, let's see what else have we got. Brock Nelson got a big hat trick plus one versus the Montreal Canadiens on Thursday. Congratulations to him on that. Uh, Jordan Eberle got a hat trick, a natural hat trick versus Buffalo. Once again, couldn't happen to a better uh, organization. Uh, the first in the Seattle Kraken history. So there you go. Want to win a bar bet? Who had the first hat trick in Seattle Kraken history? Well, that's Jordan Eberle. And finally, the last NHL news we're going to talk about for the day. Shout out to Bruce Blue Shirts Breakaway once again. Greg and Ryan, very happy about this. The New York Rangers have extended Adam Fox for seven years, $66.5 million. That is nine and a half per year average. Adam Fox is your Brian Leach going forward. You guys are building a pretty good team there. I think, if not this year, within the next couple years, we are going to see some just um, astounding just astounding New York Rangers teams. And it's about time to see them back on top. Let's talk about let's talk about the Atlanta Gladiators. The game I almost went to. Talk about that in a minute. But uh, as of this year or as of this week rather, Luke Nogard and Hugo Roy could be wah, were uh, called back up to Belleville and Eric Neely was signed. He last played with, uh, I believe, the Everblades last year because Gladiators weren't playing. He re-signed the other day. It is fantastic to have him back. He has already made a huge 
Hunter made a huge statement in his return, had some fantastic uh, play today even, and I think Hugo uh, Why are, had, this was after his week that he got uh, called back up to Bellevue, Belleville, which is the Belleville Senators, the AAA affiliate, otherwise known as the AHL affiliate, of the Ottawa Senators. Uh, they had the win earlier this week versus Jack- the Jacksonville Icemen, three to nothing. That was a Tyler Park 17 save shutout. Only 17 saves. Defense was that good. Uh, Cody Sylvester, Hugo Waugh. We're going to go with Waugh. And the captain, oh, captain, my captain, Derek Nesbitt with the goals in that one. They also had the win versus Greenville, seven to five on Friday. This was the Day of the Dead celebration. Hated to miss that. It's one of my favorite ones of the year, but uh, Friday schedule was just not going to allow me to be there on that one. Seven to five, they came back on this one. And Greenville actually had a hat trick on their side. But Derek Topatai, Hugo Wa, Gabe Gertler had two. Dalton Thrower had one. Luke Nogard, glad to have him back. And Cody Sylvester down to the goal scorers. Chris Nell had six saves, but he gave up four goals early. He was actually the starter. He got pulled for Tyler Parks, who came in, had 21 saves in the victory, and he only gave up the one goal. It happens. Sometimes you just have a bad night. It's good that they could rely on each other because there's going to be times when Parks has a bad day and Nell's going to come in, and uh, I very much enjoy these two uh, two as, as our goaltenders. The only loan game coming up before we do the show again, because hopefully we're going to do the show late next week, maybe not this week, late, you know, before this game, I believe. Maybe one of this game's going on. They are at South Carolina Stingrays, 7.05 puck drop there on Friday. It's a good time to get back some uh, division. Make up a little bit of ground there, because they are currently... In sixth out of seven teams in the south in the ECHL, they have four points. They are just ahead of, of uh, Greenville with two. They have four points here, two, one, and zero. Hey, think about it, though. You're two and one. Two, one, and zero. It means you're winning two-thirds of your games already. A lot of other teams, the reason why they are up is because a lot of them have played, you know, twice as many games. So the Gladiators are in sixth with four. Ahead of them, playing two more games than they have is the Orlando Solar Bears. They have five. The Jacksonville Icemen have five. All of these teams have played more games than our Gladiators. The Stingrays have six points. The Everblades have seven. And the Norfolk Admirals have ten. I don't have a problem with those at all. Not at all. Let's move on to the Predators, who, as I said, are playing. Let's, let's uh, see if we can get that change back. Thank you, Producer Sassy, for flipping the channel for us there. We'll see if that game is back on. Looks like it may be. But the Predators this week, they had a win versus the New York Islanders 3-2 in a shootout where Jano uh, had two goals. Soros had 34 saves, and in the shootout, Forsberg and uh, Roman Yossi had uh, made it a 2-0 shootout win. 
Uh, yep, they are about midway through the second. It is one to nothing Chicago over Nashville at the moment. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. They had the win in Calgary. They made a the big Canadian loop here. The win in Calgary, three to two. There's going to be a two in about every game. Forsberg, Duchene, and uh, Kunin, all with goals in that one. Soros with 38 saves and the win. And there, let's see. They had the loss in Edmonton 5-2, where Johansson and Duchesne had the wins in that one. Connor Ingram had 25 saves in the loss. Connor's pretty good. I like him as a backup. I think he's solid. They had the win in Vancouver 3-2, where Tomasino, Yossi, and Duchesne scored in that one. So that would be one, two, three, three goals, in, I mean, three games in a row that Duchesne had a goal. Just fantastic. Uh, fantastic there. Maybe he'll score one tonight and keep that up. Soros with 26 saves in the victory there. Their upcoming schedule, they're playing Chicago right now in Chicago. They play Wednesday in Dallas versus the Stars. 8.30 puck drop there. These are all Eastern Standard Time puck drops. And... They will be at St. Louis at 8 p.m. I believe that was Friday. But they will be in St. Louis for that one. Predators are off to a pretty good start. They are currently in fourth place. Only two points behind Minnesota and Winnipeg for second. Only three points behind St. Louis for first. Nashville out to a good start. In fact, uh, their goal differential is zero, which I will take. And they are currently 6-5-0 and zero after a weird start. After a weird kind of flaky start, they have put some together. They have just tied the Blackhawks as we talk. As we speak here, it looks like Carrier had the goal, and that one it is one to one. Hey, Nashville doing some big things. Definitely doing some big things there. That moves us to that moves us to our Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Went as far as 9-0 with their streak this year before their first loss. We'll talk about that in a second. Win number eight was when they hosted the Arizona Coyotes. It was 2-1 to one where Brett Pesci and uh, Marty Nachos scored there. Frederick Anderson, 22 saves in that one. Boy, he has been a revelation since uh, being given a full starter gig. Something he wasn't given in Toronto. Part of why he left is because they kept kind of passing him over. Didn't think he couldn't quite get things together. Didn't, you know, turns out, put a better defensive pair in front of him. And he does a lot better. They have the win at Chicago, 4-3, to three, where Derek Stepan, Jarvis, Jesper Foss, and Marty Nachos again had goals in that one. Frederick Anderson, 27 saves, and the win. And finally, the first loss of the year. How fantastic is this? They are now 9-1-0. Thanks to the Florida Panthers, otherwise known as the other team who had the longest opening win streak 
going undefeated. And the Panthers actually lost first a couple days ago, and then now they hand the first loss to the Hurricanes. These are two of the best teams in the East by far. I hope they meet the playoffs because it's great to see the Panthers back on top. It is great to see the Hurricanes just smoking people. The Florida wins 5-2. to two. Uh, Vincent Trocheck and Jesper Faust with the goals in that one. Frederick Anderson had 23 saves. He was pulled where Antti Ranta came in for four saves. Uh, I believe he might have took the loss in that one. The only upcoming game before we do our next show, hopefully, is Tuesday where they will be in Tampa to face the Lightning. 7 p.m. puck drop there. What a fantastic game. Oh, that one's on a channel we could get. Or, hey, well, maybe we'll get Center Ice or uh, try to stream it from the Internet. Such a spectacular week of hockey. We absolutely, oh, Carolina, 9-1-0. They are currently in first place in the Metropolitan Division. They hold a three-point lead over the Rangers in second, the Surging Rangers. And uh, Philadelphia in third with 14 points. So the uh, Columbus and Washington both have that as well. No real surprise except for the Islanders. Are, uh, are sitting down in sixth, but it's a pretty low division. Everybody in the Metro is just killing it this year. So uh, we look forward to some fun, amazing things coming up from that division. But that is going to do it for us this week. Shout out to all you amazing people who make coming on here and talking about hockey each and every week. So much fun. But this has been another great edition of Board Check. We will see you guys next week. Deuces, gooses. Go watch hot.